Another little dose of Ben this week to keep things ticking over, and Kat's harsh words to him seemed so unnecessary that it must serve a purpose. First though, we got a mention on Monday, Ben's birthday, from Lola. She mentions the fact that Ben didn't make his payment for Lexi, and the comment seems to imply that he still hasn't, and asks Jada why she should give Ben a birthday present because of that. So it's not only a birthday acknowledgement, but another little reminder of Ben's lack of grip on his responsibilities and the impression he's leaving on people around him as a result. And not only that, but the impression other people are leaving on him, no present for Ben on his birthday? Ah, come on Lola. But even on top of the responsibilities he actually has, we've got Kat, who's making out like the dodgy side of Phil's empire is on Ben, even though Phil took it away from him, and Kat even told him she could handle it after he offered to help initially. But she's out of her depth now and taking it out on Ben. After Phil persuaded Kat to take on the package last week, on Thursday we see her opening the door with it in hand, expecting to see the dodgy delivery guy there to collect it. Instead she comes face to face with Isaac, in teacher mode as he lets Kat know about Tommy's struggle with the bullies in school. Kat realizes that she can't do the dodgy stuff with the kids around, especially if they need her, and she phones up Ben to demand he get over to the house, no sugarcoating. It's so unnecessarily harsh that I have to believe from a character point of view that it's a case of the more embarrassed Kat is, the ruder she becomes to make herself feel better for having to ask for the help she rejected at the start. Having had the responsibility taken away from him, Ben's not obligated to have anything to do with the dodgy stuff, but it makes Kat feel better to make out like he is so the responsibility is less on her. Anyway, Ben turns up despite the way he was spoken to, asking what the emergency is. Kat tells him there's been a change of management and he's back in the family business, gesturing towards the package. She wants it gone. Under new management seems to suggest that Ben's being brought in for more than just this particular errand, rather all of the non-legit stuff. If so, it's a bit concerning, considering the reason it was taken off him in the first place. He was more obviously not in a good place at the time, and from the hints we've been given he still isn't, and now he's got this on top of it. Ben asks if Phil knows about it, and I think he's got a good idea of the answer. Except Kat ignores the question, lashing out because the answer is, of course, that he doesn't know. She turns it back around on Ben, asking when he's ever rolled over and played dead because daddy barked at him. A strange thing to say, really, and I think it almost shows that she doesn't know what their relationship is actually like. Here she's trying to get him to take on the errand by implying that Ben never usually cares what Phil thinks. But it seems like she's buying into the image Ben projects rather than the truth, which is that he cares quite a lot. Or at the very least she's pretending to buy into it because it suits her. Seeing what she wants to see. Ben initially refuses, remaining remarkably calm as he tells her he'd love to help but he's got places to be. It's then that Kat pulls out some emotional manipulation, telling him that he should show Phil he's not the waste of space he thinks Ben is. And what's Ben meant to say to that? Phil thinking Ben's a waste of space isn't a new concept to Ben in any case. Kat goes on to say that Phil might not have said it exactly but he didn't need to, because Ben's showing it to everyone himself. So Kat's basically telling him that everyone thinks he's a waste of space. Always good for the ego, that. But it's a pointed comment that ties together his interactions over the past few weeks, with Lola and Suki, and Kat herself. Ben's survival mode has other people thinking he's pointless, a horrible irony. Ben thanks her for the pep talk, on some level knowing that she's just saying things to get him to take the package, but obviously we know that Ben's pretty susceptible to low self-esteem and it's not a stretch for him to believe it. 
He knows he's been neglecting responsibilities after all, a result of the toll it's taking on him to fake it till he makes it. As he tries to leave again, Kat starts begging in desperation, telling him to just prove them wrong, especially his dad. I'm not exactly sure how taking a gun to a delivery point is going to prove anyone wrong, even Phil, who presumably isn't going to be told about the change of management. Kat probably knows it doesn't make much sense, which is why she adds that she doesn't want the business round her kids anymore, prompting a comeback from Ben about being mother of the year. However, I think the scenario she's presented him dash take on this dodgy stuff of your dad's and people won't think you're a waste of space dash is possibly something he's latched onto. But that just means that if he can't handle it then the consequences are even more devastating from a mental health perspective. And we already know he's slipping on the responsibilities he already has, let alone this one. So, when Kat snaps to ask whether he's taking it or not, he does so, reluctantly. But Kat's relieved because it's no longer her problem. From a story point of view, Kat's harshness feels like it's intended to make Ben feel as bad about himself as he possibly can, and that it's leading somewhere not good. Kat's line last week asking what Ben's doing with his life still sticks out to me is incredibly telling. At the moment he's just surviving, but the scenes we've had so far seem to indicate that there'll come a point where Ben will wonder what the point is. As I leave you with that cheery note, here's the week ahead. Monday 28th March, Jeff Povey. Kat comes to terms with a devastating truth. Meanwhile, Rainey and Callum want Stewart to attend his hospital appointment, but he meets with Warren to buy supplements instead. Callum is shocked by this and ultimately convinces Stewart to change his mind about the appointment for Rainey's sake. Tuesday 29th March, Orla Hannon. Rainey is distraught when the doctor confirms that Stewart's cancer has grown and he'll need immediate treatment. Stewart continues to insist that his holistic approach is the best option. Bernie finds out about Stewart's cancer when Sonia accidentally lets the news slip. She confronts Rainey and Stewart for keeping this from her, but the row is interrupted when Bernie's waters break. Wednesday 30th March, Johnny O'Neill When Rainey is alone with Bernie, she admits that Stewart is refusing treatment and she's being upfront because she doesn't want Bernie to give them the baby based on a lie. Thursday 31st March, Johnny O'Neill. Vi arrives to see her great-grandson, but Stuart confuses her by warning that she may not be able to. Rainey explains everything to Vi, leaving her determined to fix things. We've got Callum on Monday, but I've included the highway content for the rest of the week for context and in case Callum pops up amongst it as well. Callum manages to convince Stuart to go to the hospital, but the news isn't good for him. Poor Stewart is being taken advantage of because of his fear of relapse, and this is the realization he'll need to come to in order to start getting the proper treatment. Bernie has the baby this week too, a baby boy, and it prompts a vi return. Part of me wonders if they wrote her out to figure out her character a bit more, but on the other hand she may just be back to make Ben feel even worse. He might have put up with the microaggressions before but now? It might just be too much. I don't sense a long-term return for her but that could just be wishful thinking. She can have the airbed. In other news, Max really provided the content for us this week. Firstly, he's been given research for something, new storyline? The climax of a current one? Something else entirely? I got the feeling from that picture, and the subsequent ones, that he's excited about whatever's coming up. Behind-the-scenes pics with Tony, hashtag daily Balam content, research, which is always a good sign, it feels positive. Looking forward to seeing what exactly all these relate to. Not only that, 
But the East Enders YouTube channel uploaded a Balam compilation video on Monday as well, celebrating the beginning of Balam. To me, it felt like a recap, a positive affirmation of the high regard the show have for Balam in preparation for what's to come. Or maybe I'm wrong and it was just a coincidence.